0: Thank you for joining me on this journey, and now, let's create a life we love. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my podcast, The 7 Transformations. I am here with one of my awesome friends, Ava. Say hello, Ava. Well, hello. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast, how are you doing today?
1: I'm exceptional. <laughs> thank you. How are you?
0: You are exceptional. I'm really <laughs> excited to hear your story. I'm doing great too. That's so,
1: fantastic.
0: Um, I am here today with you guys. We're going to be looking at Ava's life and asking her some awesome questions about transformation. You know, this podcast and what I talk about often is personal transformation. And one of my goals with these interviews in specific is to look at the word transformation and bring it back to down uh not in a negative way but bring it back down to a relatable way in a, in a in a way that you can talk to people every day about transformation something that it you know when we look at that word it seems like this big word something that's on a pedestal something that's almost far removed from our day-to-day experience and certainly there are moments where it's like oh my gosh this was such a huge transformation those exist too but you know as i was talking to ava earlier Off the air we were talking about how maybe even just making your bed and transforming your sleeping space or you know seeing the impact of your little actions like how maybe you gave five dollars to a homeless person and you transformed their day that day with the opportunity that you gave them and whatever you know whatever they're going to use it for it doesn't matter the point is that transformation and seeing how our work uh, can be transformative what is the impact of that on our life on our confidence, on our motivation to move forward and create a life we love. So, let's let's get started. I'll ask you, Ava. What do you do for a living? Fill them in about your awesome life.
1: <laughs> Traditionally, I teach belly dance for a living.
0: Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. That's a great career. It's you get an to do what you love. That's awesome. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you perform and you compete too, right?
1: I perform, I competed once in the belly dance field. Okay, cool. And yeah, I generally stayed away from the competitions because I would only go to compete if I was actually getting feedback. I didn't want to rank myself against other people because it's so many different styles.
0: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are multiple styles in belly dancing.
1: There are multiple styles and difference of um, presentation.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm cool so pretty much you you teach regularly do you do you do that here only or do you do it other parts of the world or the country
1: well I do it here at the university and I do it all over the country and the world
0: awesome wow yeah you uh, you are quite the traveler we were talking earlier about how you uh, you are often sometimes booked six months or even more in advance for some of your engagements that's that's pretty amazing mm-hmm. that you've gotten to the point in your life where You know people want you that far ahead of time that's that's awesome i love it yeah i mean to really get to that point you you really have to we talk about creating a life you love and transformation is being interwoven there's a lot of things that you had to transform in your life obviously right about let's say internally externally Mm -hmm. we even talked about you know uh your body right for the the, the ideal body for belly dancing versus another activity Mm -hmm. Um, so what, you know, have you ever thought of your work, what you do, let's say even just performing or teaching as transformative?
1: Oh, yes. I'm sure you have. (laughs) It is. Yeah. It was transformational for me and I see it transform all the people that walk through the doors and learn from me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you, you you were telling me uh, a really cool story about, your students and how you can see that change even over a course of one semester Correct. especially with the new students so mm-hmm. maybe you can share about that
1: well normally when they walk in they all slouch hmm. they have bad posture they have bad physical everything because they also don't have self-confidence hmm. and by the time they walk out of my door they're standing tall their shoulders are relaxed everything is tied to their confidence levels because They've learned to accept their personal beauty. Hmm.
0: That's amazing. And Mm -hmm. it's like the internal affects the external. They're both connected. Correct. And that's, we were talking how just even with something in a a short period of time, like a couple months, two months, two and a half Mm -hmm. months in a a semester of college, how that can have the equivalent of maybe going to therapy for even longer than that to work on your confidence issues or all these things that we are often dealing with. Mm Mm-hmm. So, well, what, um, you know, with the process of what you do, performing, teaching, all these things, there's a lot of parts to it. What are some of your favorite parts to the process? And can you share one of the most transformative experiences? You know, like for some people, they like the working with people one on one part. Some people like to be on stage and connecting, let's say, to the music. You know, I've talked to flamenco dancers, I've talked mm-hmm. to all kinds of dancers. Um what is some of your favorite parts to what you do and can you share one of the most transformative experiences <laughs> that you have had maybe recently so
1: I can well one of my favorite parts is walking in and knowing that everybody trusts and being able to give them a safe space and safe mm. place to trust and let go of all the insecurities that they have carried throughout the entire day, if not their life.
0: Yeah, knowing that you've helped to create that space for them. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's, that's one of the most important things these days, especially with all the craziness oh, in the is. world. Oh, it is. It is. To have a place that you feel safe.
1: Mm-hmm. To be I yourself, agree with even. that. Hmm. Well, you need a place to feel safe, and it's also being able to do that, and after studying with me for a little bit, they know how to create their own safe space.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. That's even more important, to really empower them to Mm-hmm. create that in other areas yep for themselves
1: that's why i love it
0: that's awesome so then right in there that's that's a huge transformative aspect of what you do because you're really empowering people to uh you know create that sense of peace and confidence in their own self or whatever else that's there right through dancing out in the world correct that's cool
1: that's uh sometimes i wish it wasn't a belly dance class. Sometimes I Mm. wish it was just a finishing class Mm. in order to help people with that. finishing class. Oh, okay. Like
0: a personal development class. Personal
1: development Mm -hmm. and personal finishing. So it's like being able to learn how to eat out in public, how to stand, Mm. and how to present their best.
0: Yeah, and in many ways it kind of parallels those things, doesn't it?
1: Mm -hmm. It does.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of times people That's one of my goals, too, I think, with this podcast now that I'm talking to you about it is that, you know, dancing is this kind of far removed activity. I think a lot of people who aren't Mm -hmm. in the dance community uh, who don't know about performative dancing or competitive dancing or, you know, that kind of stuff don't realize that there's so much to be had about life lessons, transformation, personal development and growth. Correct. You know, there's so many dynamic elements to dancing and, and the discipline behind it. Uh, and, you know, even just working one-on-one with people, it's it's a lot of times feels like personal development coaching when you're working with students and helping them through their negative self-image or mm-hmm. the fear of being in front of other people. I mean, that's pretty much what any kind of personal development coach would do. You're just using a different kind of medium for that.
1: Correct. And I think I do that and I'm able to do that because... I had to walk through those, sa- those same steps myself. Mm.
0: Well, what was one of your most, re- maybe recently, one of the most transformative experiences that you had, maybe with a student, maybe when you're on stage, that you can remember or share? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, with a student, you know, I think also being a teacher, you are on stage. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So it's that type of stage versus performance stage. Hmm. And with a student having one of the girls, they see me, they walk, into, they walk into my classroom and immediately they make a beeline because they ask me, can I have a hug?
0: Oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. And how, how what's the age range of your students?
1: I'd say college. So, well, no, I'd say college. It is college. And so when you get into college, what, you're between 19 and 22 or 23? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things.
0: That's cool. And that's every time pretty much you walk in through the door?
1: Well, I'll walk into the door and oh. depending on what part of the semester it is, they'll come in and I'll ask for a hug or they'll text yeah, me. Especially around finals week. <laughs> uh huh. They'll text me. They'll say, can I have some, they need some type of support mm. and they know that I'm there for that. And that's one of my favorite things. And, or having them, I see them and I know I'm like, what's wrong? And they can start crying, and I'm like, "Go home," or "Stay." Yeah. yeah, being able to do that and having them feel comfortable enough in order pre- to present their vulnerability. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You know, I think dance—it's cool that it can offer that to students because they probably feel more at home there than, let's say, in their math class or you know whatever Correct. other kind of class because of the the kind of work and transformation that happens there. You know, you work on those types of things like self. Image, you work on confidence, you work on social skills. Mm-hmm. All those things happen. And that's really the real kind of education that we're needing.
1: More I agree of. with that. And
0: regardless, I think that even if you were teaching a math class, I think that any classroom that we have heard stories about, that we've really respected, or that we see in movies, mm-hmm. it's the kind of classroom, regardless of the subject, where these kind of real educations real education is happening where it's learning how to connect to yourself learning how to express yourself being vulnerable life lessons and those kind of transformative you know experiences are happening and that's where people are going to feel at home that's where people like you said they're going to build that space mm-hmm. of trust so that's that's really cool what is your work you know when you're this is a pretty cool thing that you're doing and and That you are aware that you're doing it is an even more important thing. So what what does your work mean to you and to your life purpose Uh, right now, going forward? What what does that mean to you? How is this fitting into the greater plan of Ava's transformation?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And my personal transformation?
0: Yeah, I guess we're all on the same journey in some sense. So how does this work that you're doing now, is it part of a bigger... Picture for you? Is this, you know, are you taking it one day at a time? What's your life purpose? How does this work fit into your life purpose for you? You
1: know, for a long time, I thought this was just my life purpose. Mm. And then seeing all the people that come back regularly because they need or want the support, that I find is a more driving life purpose, is being able to give that mm. to everybody the support and the ability to embrace their own personal grace.
0: That's awesome. I love how you said that.
1: Well, thank you. That's cool.
0: (laughs) Well, I think, you know, we all find the most reward when we can feel some sense of contribution to Mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. And the more we can incorporate those things into our life and create those opportunities, it, it, it gets it. It's like a snowball, you know, it keeps it going. At first it's very Difficult especially let's say we're a teenager or something or we're not used to giving back We're not used to you know, we want to take 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 it in the beginning. It's difficult, but as you start building That ability to give and give and give it gets better and better and easier. I would agree. Yeah Mm -hmm. Well, what if your what have you taken from your work? from the things that you do into your relationships around you what's been the impact you know, on the the things that you've learned and the things that you've worked with people and even on yourself and the people around you, what has transformed from your work that you do?
1: Well, from my work, first I gained Mm self-confidence because if you see my stuff, before I started dancing, I slouched. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had bad posture and I had no confidence. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so taking that and recognizing, you know, I might do something different than other people and just being able to accept my own unique qualities. Mm. That is what's transformational. In the fact that if I'm in a relationship or uh, a relationship, not necessarily romantic, if the other person doesn't accept or like, or wants to change part of my nature, it's easy for me to leave because mm-hmm. I accept mine.
0: Yeah, that's very well said. I can totally relate to that. Acceptance is, I think, one of the things that we discover through life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we remember ourselves and being okay with who you are. You know, The other night I was thinking about this randomly. Like, I go salsa dancing, but most of the time I just people watch and my mm-hmm. head drifts off into some philosophical idea. But I was thinking about how we... Focus so much on what something isn't.
1: Oh, that's a beautiful way to put you it. You know, like yes,
0: we we put so much attention on what something isn't rather than what it is, and it mm-hmm. seems simple. But you know, like if somebody is rude to you, mm-hmm. let's say, and you know, it's not easy. But let's say somebody is rude to you, you you would say to yourself in your mind that they are rude. But really what you're saying is that they aren't kind. Correct. You know, so you're focusing on what they don't have, what they're missing, rather than seeing, okay, well, that's what it is. I can't count mm-hmm. on them to be kind, so I'm going to, or in this situation, whatever. You know, so you work with what you can count on rather than trying to manage what you can't count on.
1: I agree with that.
0: You know, with yourself and with others, and it's it's difficult seeing people and situations for what they are is a whole transformative journey in and of itself and it never ends
1: it is well if i have somebody who's rude to me or who's rude mm. one of the first things i can do is just say they're having a bad day yeah and the second thing i'll do is i'll ask them if they're okay mm. even if they're strangers i'll just say hi how are you are you okay mm-hmm. because sometimes all they need is that moment of caring
0: to, to transform that mm-hmm. flip it around correct that's cool well said well i have a question here for you that you know we can probably both relate on and in your in your work when you're working with people and i can relate to that too i mean some of these moments where you really feel like man i, I changed somebody's life i changed their confidence i helped them see something new you mm-hmm. know those kind of moments are what we live for and that doesn't have to necessarily be just in dancing. Anybody who's listening, who's a teacher, who's in work and services with with other people knows what I'm talking about. But there's also a lot of moments in between where we're working our butts off, where, mm-hmm. where you know, we're hustling hard. We're going through the motions, you know. Very and, much so. And it's very easy to slip into the mundane. It's especially, there's other fluctuations too. Your body has fluctuations. Mm -hmm. You know, some days energetically, you're just tired. Correct. The kind of work that's needed when you are in the service industry, when you're working with people, especially if you're a teacher, you need to be present 100%. You Mm -hmm. need to have your heart in it. It is definitely an all-in type of situation. So what, you know, what makes the moments that are transformative different from the ones that are mundane and how can you create more of those moments
1: the transformative the moments. The transformative
0: moments yeah how do we <laughs> you know let's say you're having a mundane day how can you because in my opinion the transformative moments are always there they're always available it is really our state of being that opens us up to being able to create those for ourselves Correct. and for other people so obviously sometimes you're gonna be in a good mood and everything's aligning and it's great and it seems Uh like those moments are easy to create. Uh, So what makes those moments I guess to you and more importantly, how can we create those moments more in our day-to-day life?
1: So how I create those moments is even when it's laundry, I'm thankful and grateful for the fact that I have clean clothes Mm. and it's easy for me to do laundry. Or is some people don't have that mm-hmm. and that I have two pairs of jeans. Some people don't have one.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. So gratitude.
1: Mm-hmm. An intense amount of gratitude. Yeah. If I'm ever in a negative place or space, I always counter that with five thoughts of gratitude. Hmm. So one negative thought always is the birth of five thoughts of gratitude.
0: Hmm. Well, that's a great exchange. You're always going to be in the positive mm-hmm. with
1: that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know, I'm thankful I woke up. I'm yeah. Thankful I brushed my teeth. Yeah. You know, and it's always, I'm grateful for, I'm thankful. It's whatever it is. And it's those little things. And I always have that throughout my day if I need to.
0: That's a great strategy. I think gratitude, I totally agree with you on that one. Gratitude is one of the baseline things you need in mm-hmm. your life as a mm-hmm. habit, whether mm-hmm. it's writing it down, doing affirmations, like you said. Yep. Uh, it is it is such an important skill. And I think for anything, for running a business, for running your life, for having a romantic relationship, you know, Correct. I think we get so caught up in, you know, if we use, let's say, romantic relationships, what the other person isn't, you know, mm-hmm. or doesn't have for us. And that all stems from not being grateful. Mm-hmm. You know if we are grateful then we are in a positive state to be able to give back and to see the positive qualities of that person so that applies to everything else I
1: think. it does
0: well great strategy I, I have another question here for you in your journey um you know what was one of the biggest things that you feel you had to transform you know to become who you are right now you're inspiring people you're you know changing people's confidence in your classes you're performing, you're training other teachers, you're helping people become vulnerable. There's a lot of really cool things that you do. What was, let's say, the, one of the biggest things, a habit, a relationship, an obstacle, what was one of the biggest things you had to transform in your life to either change or to let it go uh, to get where you are today?
1: <laughs> the biggest thing I had to transform was self-acceptance.
0: Mm Self-acceptance.
1: Knowing that I'm not perfect and I'm perfect in my imperfections. Mm. Meaning I am perfect. And also being able to say this trait. I'm like, hmm, I want to... And then taking the action steps to create something different. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's like flossing every night.
0: Yeah. And what... That's... I completely agree. Acceptance is... Bar none, something that we all struggle with, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's amazing, especially today. We have so many high standards and expectations upon ourselves of performing Correct. in society that it's just harder and harder. What were some strategies that, or things, habits maybe, or things that you experienced that helped you build that acceptance, or was it just time?
1: Part of it was time. Mm-hmm. And part of it was recognizing that everything is a relationship. Hmm. So if it's with somebody else and they're just friends, it's a relationship. And is this relationship a positive feedback? Is it a negative feedback or is it just a flat feedback or is it not at all? Hmm. And seeing where I want the energy return to be and recognizing. Okay, this job is a positive feedback. That mm. job is a negative feedback. What direction does it take me and lead me to?
0: Mm. So really being aware of the connections you have around you and mm-hmm. almost kind of like a social pruning in a mm-hmm. sense, you know, really. I actually just recently saw an interview with Oprah or something where she was talking about the same thing. She is very mindful of the kind of energies that are around her and help in feeding Mm -hmm. in and out, you know, which Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. If you have toxic friends or anything like that, that's not gonna be good for your image, self you know, self acceptance.
1: Well it's not good for that, and it's not good for my health. It's not good for anything in my life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, one of the reasons I decided to create these interviews was to, like I said earlier at the beginning, was to kind of bring this idea of transformation into everyday talks. You know, for me, with my friends, with people like you, that we talk about these things every day, for me, that's a normal thing. I Mm -hmm. think that it's something that you can have a conversation around, and you can have a conversation around vulnerability and transformation and personal growth, rather than talking about what just happened on Facebook, or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. So, What to you is the value of making these kind of conversations more of an everyday thing?
1: I would rather live versus look. Mm. And if somebody being me or anybody spends their life looking at their phone, their computer, Facebook, at Twitter, whatever they're looking at that means they're not really living Hmm. it's like use that for inspiration for one thing it's where is the existence and where is the actual action
0: Hmm. i like that i would rather live than look (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one you should put that on a shirt (laughs) that's really good i like that well do you have a any advice from your experiences You know, I I think that anybody who has been doing something, even even just a couple of years, but what you've been doing, you've been doing it for a while, we tend to learn these general principles about the rest of the world, I think. You Mm -hmm. know, that's kind of the wisdom, so to speak, that leaks into our lives with whatever path you're taking. From your particular path and viewpoint, what are some of those life lessons or wisdom about the rest of the world that has come into... Your journey from the transformation you've worked on with students, with yourself, that you can share.
1: (laughs) Things that I would tell the rest of the world Uh to do. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Or maybe that you do as well. (laughs) Either way.
1: Well, yeah, I would never tell you to do anything I don't do. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Uh, First, when you wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror when you go to the bathroom and say, you are beautiful. Mm, You're worthy you know so worthy kind of, like of love self affirmation mm-hmm. in, in the morning yeah and that's just good. understanding that you as an individual are a gorgeous soul
0: that's great i like that
1: mm-hmm. and that's what i would say
0: cool well that's a good practice to go by
1: <laughs> well thank you
0: awesome so that's your fortune cookie for today guys look in the mirror and tell yourself you are beautiful every morning what a wonderful practice Well, that's pretty much it for my interview, Ava. (laughs) Any other final thoughts? Any closing ideas on transformation, on what you do, on any of this stuff?
1: Love yourself. Hmm. Accept yourself. And be yourself. That's great. Thank you. You are great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank
0: you so much. All right, guys. Well, if you're curious about Ava, she's awesome. You can see her live or you can watch her, um, you know, performances, check out her stuff. Mm-hmm. What's your website, Ava?
1: My website is avafleming.com.
0: All right. And you spell that how?
1: <laughs> Ava is A-V-A. Fleming is with an F as in Frank. lemin com. That's the easy part.
0: Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. We've had a pleasure talking about these things. I hope you enjoy these conversations. Share them with your friends if you find some value in them. And as usual, thank you for listening. Thank you, Ava, for being on the show.
1: Well, thank you, Tudor, for having me.
0: All right, guys. We'll see you later.
1: Bye. You're listening to the 7 Transformations podcast with your host,
0: Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the 7